Patrick Fendaro here with Franchise Finding Season 2. Together with my brother Jack, we're going to be going through some of the largest franchises as well as up-and-coming franchises to see if they're a good investment. We look at the franchise costs, the revenue, historical profits, failure rate, and other really important metrics to consider before investing in a franchise. So if you're looking to buy a franchise or think about a startup or an existing business, listen to our podcast as with little time, you'll be able to evaluate a franchise is the right entrepreneurial path for you. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Franchise Brokers Association, also known as FBA. They provide custom guidance for franchise buyers in the US. FBA has over 100 certified franchise specialists as part of their network currently working with 350 plus franchise brands. Click the link in the description section to learn how they can help you find the right franchise. Patrick Fendaro here. In today's video, we're gonna go through the Krispy Kreme franchise. Everything you need to know in terms of the franchise cost, uh, sales figures, franchise fee, etc. This video is really geared towards those that might be investigating a Krispy Kreme franchise, or you're just curious to see how much money they make and how much it would cost to open up a Krispy Kreme franchise. So. For those that aren't familiar with Krispy Kreme, it was founded in 1937 and it sells donuts, donuts and coffee. Uh, it competes directly with Dunkin' Donuts as well as some emerging uh, donut franchises. It's founded again in 1937 by Vernon Rudolph and has been offering donuts and coffee ever since. They started offering franchises 13 years later. So they grew their corporate locations over a 13 year span and then started offering franchising, which I think is responsible, get their ducks in a row and, and make sure the system works before they sell a model that might not work and might not be able to scale up. They have 363 Krispy Kreme locations across the United States. However, only 136 of those locations are franchised. This is kind of similar to some concepts like Starbucks, Panda Express, um, where the franchisor or licensor, in the case of Starbucks, it's mostly owning and operating the, the restaurants or, or their coffee shops. And then there might be some licensees or franchisees that operate 10%, 20% of the locations. So Krispy Kreme is like that, where they're mostly corporately owned and managed, which it can be a bit of a conflict because you have to ask, are they going to be more focused on their own locations or are they going to be focused on supporting those 136 franchisees, increase their top line revenue, increase their profitability and help them expand to open up more Krispy Kreme uh, franchises? Key to that question is actually ask and, and, and get on the phone with some of those Krispy Kreme franchisees. And we do have the information in Vetted Biz for you to be able to contact those Krispy Kreme franchisees to see how, how they're doing financially and if they would open a Krispy Kreme again uh, if they had to do it over. Uh, the royalty fee is 4.5%, which is just below average for a food and beverage franchise. And the franchise fee is not bad at 25,000. Initial investment's pretty high though. It's a lot of single um, occupant buildings with a drive-through. So that really drives up the cost. And we're looking at 1.5 million all the way up to $3.4 million to open up a Krispy Kreme donuts. And some other requirements that you should know, you need to have a net worth above $2 million, as well as liquid capital of 300,000. So a lot of those franchisees of Krispy Kreme, 
They might be individuals or they might actually be companies that have a very solid balance sheet and have millions of dollars in, in, in their company and they're willing to open up not just one Krispy Kreme, but open up five over a set period of time. The average net sales were, were pretty good for the industry at $3.5 million. Uh, dollars. And if you're operating with a profit margin above 10%, you can imagine, you can ex estimate to get your capital back in, in less than nine years, uh, which isn't incredible uh, for a franchise, but for food and beverage, that's kind of the average in terms of recouping your capital. And I imagine most Krispy Kreme franchisees are making most of their money from developing the location and then selling the building and the land to uh, a private investor or a real estate uh, trust and they can just do that over and over again and using leverage and potentially owning the, the real estate location then selling the real estate location can increase their return on capital go from what could be eight nine years to recoup your initial uh, capital investment your initial cash investment if you're not using leverage or if you're not developing the real estate and it, to as little as three years um, however with that comes risk and you definitely need a fair degree of sophistication to do that with a Krispy Kreme franchise or any food and beverage franchise for, for that matter. Um, back to the numbers. So it's a very profitable business and the franchisor had net income over $60 million and they've had organic growth of 20% plus. Um, however, the number of franchise units has been decreasing uh, over the last years. So they've closed 81 franchise locations and opened up 107 company-owned outlets. So again, if you're considering getting into a, a Krispy Kreme franchise, the numbers aren't looking so good in terms of franchisees closing their locations and where the corporate mindset is set on how they expand as they're opening a lot of corporately owned and managed locations. So Definitely want to talk to some existing Krispy Kreme franchisees as well as Krispy Kreme franchisees that have left the system to understand why they left the system or one of those 81 that closed, why they might have closed their location, what happened. If you'd like us to review any other franchises or you have questions about Krispy Kreme, shoot me an email at patrick at vettedbiz.com. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. If you found today's learnings helpful for your entrepreneurial endeavors, I encourage you to follow us on our Vetted Biz YouTube channel. Also, our podcast episodes are available on every major podcast network. This includes Spotify, Google, and Apple. For Apple Podcasts, you can actually leave us up to a five-star rating and also give comments to see what type of feedback you'd like to see for future episodes. If you prefer, email me at patrick at vettedbiz.com with any questions, feedback, or suggested topics for future podcast episodes. Thanks again for listening today.